Welcome to another episode of the XR Magazine podcast. I am Diana Olenik, your host today, and we're going to be speaking with a very special guest. Today we have with us Quinn Tabor, who founded Immerse the Metaverse for Learning in early 2018 while working as an investment analyst for a large charitable foundation in the Middle East. Inmers today has raised around $12 million from impact investors, being named Meta and ByteDance's preferred partner for learning, and launched the only two-sided marketplace in the metaverse. On one side, Inmers's students learn a foreign language from a live instructor in Inmers's popular virtual worlds, and on the other side of the marketplace, Inmers has created the first platform that allows brands to advertise in the metaverse by launching branded virtual real estate, running metaverse marketing campaigns, and then minting branded digital goods that earn money. The Inmers team was recently named Top 10 VR Educator of the Year and Top 10 Most Innovative VR Company of the Year, as well as winning six other industry awards. That's very exciting. And uh, Queen has such a bright personality that definitely, I believe, has helped him to get him to this level of success. And uh, he believes that he is just getting started. So let's meet Queen and uncover how he has done all of this and how he has created this amazing team around him. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Queen, for being here today. It's a pleasure. And uh, please let us let us know how did your journey begin, not just with your amazing story, but also with Immerse. Super excited to hear yeah. that. Oh, man. First off, thanks for having me on, Diana. It's it's seriously such an honor. Um, yeah, I'll share the maybe quick background on myself. I actually, I grew up in a family that lived in the Middle East and Europe doing philanthropic and nonprofit work. And then I studied business and entrepreneurship and finance in school and college, but really felt compelled to go back and actually serve and volunteer in the Middle East during the Syrian refugee crisis. So in 2013 and 14, and ultimately spent three years working across the Middle East and North Africa and even parts of Asia. And one of the things that again and again always came to the surface was how English teaching and English learning was the gateway for people that wanted to get visas or get international jobs or even to get into a, maybe a graduate school somewhere. And it was everywhere I went. <laughs> it felt like it could be a huge opportunity for social impact. But at the same time, it was also a really exciting business field, which had me the entire time I was working and traveling, my wheels were turning. I was like, okay, there's an impact. There's a business opportunity. At the same time, one of my really good friends kept telling me about Quinn. There's this thing called virtual reality that allows you to immerse and go anywhere. So you can visit a virtual Barcelona or a virtual Bogota. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that makes perfect sense for language. So fast forward, it's been over four years since we first started. We've raised $12 million from venture capitalists, have a team of 25 people. We're actually, we were the first 
preferred partner in education for Meta, even like Facebook, when they came out with Metaverse, they named us. Even on October 11th, depending on when people listen to this, for us, it's about two and a half weeks from now. At Meta's annual keynote, they're going to feature Immerse. They're going to show the product demo. Yeah, the product demo and customer testimonials. So it's been this really thrilling journey of both being and learning how to be an entrepreneur and build a team, but really see social impact in the metaverse where users are learning a new language, making friends, building skill sets, learning about other cultures, things that I personally really get fulfilled by. Absolutely. I totally get that. I'm also myself an immigrant and I'm living in Canada yeah. and I went through the very same challenge. When I wow. came here, I unfortunately couldn't speak English, which was yeah. very challenging for very a professional difficult. because yeah. how do you develop your life? We, we just oh. don't realize it because we learn language when we were very little. But as we face a challenge like this, we realize how important and impactful is language in our lives. I cannot get a job. I cannot fulfill my career. Therefore, how am I going to survive in a country if I cannot communicate properly? So I totally understand and I understand mm -hmm. especially the aspect of social impact. Because yeah. another thing that happened later on is that I became so impacted by when I came to the to the to the border and I couldn't yeah. explain myself that they had to call a, an interpreter. Wow. I wow. was super impacted by that. So later on I became an interpreter wow. for like the region where I where Amazing. I was working. So I ended up working in police stations, in hospitals, yeah. helping people in these important wow. you know day to day activities that we take Amazing. it for granted. But that really, really I felt I am making an impact and people mm. would take me Like if I were a doctor, mm -hmm. they would say, thank you so much yes. without you. How I would have been able oh, to explain yes. if I have pain or if I want to defend myself or etc. So Ooh. that is a very impactful work. And I'm super, super happy that you decided yeah. to come forward with all of these resources and team and build this amazing platform. Thank wow. you so much for sharing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. That really means a lot. Yeah. So... Okay, so how did you come up with, now I have to assemble a team or now I have yeah. to raise the money? It, yeah. This is because for many people right now who are entering in this field, it sounds very exciting and enticing mm. to build something also maybe for social impact or to mm. provide an interesting solution out there that it doesn't exist, etc. And uh, we are in the same path of mm. how are we going to mm. organize all of this so it actually becomes mm. real and uh, it creates a good outcome for people mm. how based on your experience yeah how did you do it and what do you recommend for others oh man it's one of those <laughs> very important questions that it to fully answer would probably take two years <laughs> <laughs> i think yes. it's I think it's a, uh, it's a hundred ingredients, yeah. but especially for folks that are listening and maybe have their own desire and passion to start a company. If there are two or three things that are non-negotiables, it's to really care deeply about the problem you're solving 
Because you marry that problem for a decade if you're going to do it well. <laughs> really? Like I, I started Immerse. I first started dreaming about Immerse in 2015. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually start until 2017. I didn't hire someone until 2018. We weren't able to fundraise a serious amount until 2020. Like it's, it is a long journey. And if you aren't obsessed with the problem you're solving, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have made it. I think what also occurs there is that it's a lot of anecdotes that we hear, like fail fast and often and courageously (laughs) so that you just keep moving. That's the, it's the complete prerequisite you have to do that um but then i think when it comes to the xr field i think there's a lot of a lot of unearthed good ideas that people are just now starting to realize and think about so even for us i started telling investors about how i thought virtual reality was going to change education i first started talking about that like i said in 2015 no one believed me they're like quinn that's crazy it's a gimmick it's a game that 12-year-olds use for laser tag and for maybe Beat Saber. And I'm like, oh, no, there's more. <laughs> um, but I think there's a lot of use cases that really get me excited. So I ultimately, there's a lot of strategic advice and investment advice I could give, but I think that's it. It's There's a lot of brilliant use cases and business models that no one's explored yet. Now is the time but make sure you're obsessed with the problem you're solving. Yeah, that's great. I think that simplicity always wins. And uh, at the beginning, getting, you know, too, too ahead, right? Like too ahead mm. with more advanced stuff, maybe mm. it's not so good. The simplicity mm. is fierce, you know, the, the, mm. the, the problem. And mm. uh, how was this process of raising money? Like did you mm. already have, or what would be the minimum yeah, requires for someone? to to begin like how was your particular case yeah yeah so for me it was myself and one and then two technical co-founders which i think that's always the dream you want someone that likes sales <laughs> and likes fundraising and someone like building if you're just one person find that partner and that's always the starting place um for fundraising it's a lot of work it's a full-time job just in and of itself and if you're a founder, you have 20 full-time jobs. So to to be honest, it's a lot of hard work. Um, I think we had, we had a disadvantage, which was no one believed in VR in 2017, 2018. But we had an advantage, which was I had a personal story with conviction tied to language learning. And we had impact that we could prove. So I would say be really clear with yourself what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and in order to fundraise you have to be able to tell a story that acknowledges the weaknesses but really persuades on the strengths and then like any sales you have to have a hundred pitches to get two closed deals it's it's a law of large numbers yeah that's great absolutely this is this is about 
how we can create a compelling case yeah. that touches the emotions, right? Yeah, and exactly. uh, because it's an impact, like it's uh, still people want to be involved. Like, where is my money? Mm-hmm. I want my mm-hmm. money to be in something that is going to be, yeah. you know, create yeah. a huge impact because it's a benefit. It's not just the return on the money, mm-hmm. but it's also just the other side, mm-hmm. which is my money, my name also is going to be attached to what type of cause uh-huh. in the world. Wow. And that and that is important. Well said. I agree yeah, that. yeah, for sure. So thank you so much for sharing that. How is your current proposition with partnerships? Mm-hmm. Like you're so good. You're speaking about business, <laughs> the other side of things. Uh like what is kind of like your strategy with partnerships now? Yeah, yeah. So we. <sighs> Once again, being in XR has a set of unique dynamics that I think are different than other SaaS or mobile apps. What we've learned kind of the hard way is at first we licensed our tech to schools. And at first glance, that's a good idea. It's like, oh, scalable. You don't have to spend a lot of time on creating content or creating or training teachers. You let them do that. But XR is so novel and it's it has a set of affordances or almost like uh, unique factors that normal teachers don't understand. They're intimidated by. They don't want to touch. So when we licensed to schools, guess what they did? They brought their 2D PowerPoint and continued to lecture in VR on the projector. Oh. Um, in VR. And I, you can't see because you're listening. This is me slapping my forehead. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? That's not what VR does. What are you doing? Yeah. Which I, I think there's corollaries for a lot of other VR founders. Maybe it's not in education, but mm-hmm. ultimately what we learned the hard way is in order to really use VR well, you, the VR founder, kind of has to solve the entire journey Mm. and prove it and then you can use partners for distribution for referral marketing but that's all that we do now so we actually brought in-house the teaching the curriculum the branding and if we have partners they help with like i said distribution which Mm -hmm. is still a win-win for them but we're no longer actually licensing our tech for other educators yeah. Oh, that's a great move. And that's such a good learning experience. You know, this is, this is gold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but is, but I know, I know yeah. you had to go through no, that. I'm, I'm, I'm being, yeah, I'm joking, but yes, yes. it is critical learning. It's yeah. critical. Yeah. And so how is your strategy related with blockchain? Do you have any, you know, yeah. implementation of that? And, and how does Smart. it work for you? Smart. Yeah. Really good question. We've, We've done a lot of (laughs) R&D and twice we almost launched our own token, like our own currency in-app. Ultimately, what we heard from our users, especially in light of crypto winter right now and a lot of the headwinds in all things cryptocurrency, we actually delayed it. So we've never integrated any kind of blockchain related currency into our app i believe in the technology long term but i think timing is really important 
and now isn't the time. And then similar, we did a lot of digging <laughs> into how we wanted to integrate more of the non-fungible tokens and digital goods. And ultimately what we have, because we're a virtual world where users can meet up, they can become friends, they can take classes with a real teacher, they can go to events and hang out in our virtual world. The thing that made the most sense was actually digital goods that are minted on the blockchain. But we call them digital goods, not NFTs, because right now NFTs has a different connotation. But it's the it's really the same core technology. But our users can earn or purchase, buy and sell digital goods in our virtual world. Think uh, like almost like merchandise for your avatar. We are we haven't gone live with it, but we've done a lot of research, and I won't say an exact date, but it's coming. It's coming very soon. Yeah, that sounds very exciting. It's like the complete metaverse, sort of metaverse experience, That's where people can uh, can uh, interact with these uh, things that they yeah. can call their own, right? Yeah. Rather than it just belongs to a platform, but it's like, mm. oh, myself creates mm. this identity of mm. belonging and, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah. having a, 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 a digital life too. Yeah. I think that that's great. Um, it's very exciting, by the way, because, exactly. uh, there are so many things that can be done with uh, educational, um, opportunities, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was looking at Inmers and, there are games, uh, yeah. there are, there are role playing, which yeah. I'm super excited about. <laughs> Who have dream of becoming, you know, certain characters in the world. Yeah. And at the same time learning, like what can be better? <laughs> right. Mm. That sounds super exciting. Very, very well done. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. Why did you decide the Spanish first? Yeah. Good question. So we, um, I, I start a lot of my sentences with, we did a lot of reading and research and yes, English teaching is the biggest market by a long shot, but it's also the most, um, let me say it this way. In order to do English teaching well, you have to figure out go to market for all of these different regions of the world. Because English teaching for Japanese learners is different than Colombian learners, which is different than German learners. So to teach English well, you have to have a large, really comprehensive go-to-market strategy. Mm -hmm. We're teaching in the US, foreign languages is more concentrated. And in the US, the most popular language is Spanish and the second most popular is French. And we're coming out with French in two months, <laughs> in three months. Yeah, I'm taking actually during the weekends in the Alliance, Alliance France, uh, yeah. some uh, French, French classes. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> That's pretty, really cool. But if you, if you just said that you're getting French, then I think that the next level, I'm going to take it inside in MERS. Uh, oh, please. French. Yes. Yes. Oh, that would make me really happy. I'll be reporting. <laughs> I'll be reporting in social media, making yeah. my videos and tagging, tagging, um, Inmers to show my experience. Ah, that oh, sounds very good. I would love that, Diana. <laughs> yeah. Thank if you. I learn French, it's going to be thanks to Inmers. <laughs> yes. 
Fingers yes, crossed. Amazing. Yeah. It, Spanish is a little bit similar, you know, and mm-hmm, some, mm-hmm. some similarities, English, Spanish, some more. So I have faith in myself that I even as an adult, so I can yeah. still improve and learn. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, I'll thank respond you. to that real quick and say it's, it's really been a fun learning for me. Mm-hmm. And this is especially for maybe folks that are listening right now and they're like, Oh, that's great, Quinn, for maybe my son or daughter, but I'm 40 years old or I'm 50 years old. I'm not interested. What's fascinating about linguistics is the actual science shows that adults learn foreign languages better than kids, which everyone is surprised by. And the reason that kids learn languages faster is one, they're less afraid to make mistakes. <laughs> and two, they have more opportunity to immerse themselves because they're going to school or they're playing games mm. or they're watching TV where adults go to work and they cook dinner and they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that right now in Immerse, our average age of our users is 27 years old. It's not 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And some of our best users are actually over the age of 45 because in Immerse, they get to make mistakes without feeling any fear. They're having fun. Mm-hmm. They're playing games. Mm-hmm. It's completely mm-hmm. different. And they get to practice all of the real life dialogues. Mm-hmm. I get to practice ordering food at a restaurant or hailing a cab or checking into my hotel. Real life practice that's useful. Mm-hmm. That's where you see a lot of the success. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's motivating, you know, like for adults, of course. Yeah. One question that I really don't want to finish this before I, I, I forget to ask this is that when you went the first time to raise the money, yeah. at what stage were your prototype? Like, Ooh, are yeah. they expecting that it's at certain almost yeah. ready to go to market or, yeah. or if yeah. you do a sort of like a concept and a small prototype, like what yeah. level is it that to be, yeah. you know? Impactful? Yep. I think. My experience is similar to a lot of other founders I've gotten to know, and that is that most investors, they fit into two groups. The investors that have known you for a while and trust you, and the investors that you're reaching out to for the first time mm-hmm. that don't know you and don't, who's Quinn? Ah, he seems friendly, but I don't trust him yet. Mm-hmm. If there's those two groups, the difference is the people that know you already they will invest in your idea and your prototype investors that don't know you will always need revenue ah yeah which is difficult working already yeah like real customers so Mm -hmm. i could speak more about it but that's my Mm -hmm. learning yeah and i think it's the case for a lot of founders Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because in this uh like particularly at circuit stream many many um new learners are just getting into these learning the skills and then yeah. trying to create the yeah. the business but exactly. yeah but that's yeah. great that's great to know yeah um do you feel that artificial intelligence at some point is going to replace the need for us to learn languages ooh <laughs> that's a good question yeah. i'm i think i'm uniquely i'm convinced that language learning will be one of the last 
educational markets that artificial intelligence will actually remove or disrupt. Because in, well, maybe use your story, Diana, you know how much maybe you could have gotten a job without knowing English. That's difficult. But what about when you're traveling or what about when you're in Canada and you want to go to a restaurant or you want to make friends? Language is critical in every part of our life <laughs> where I think AI will disrupt every year a new industry but I think language will be one of the last. What I want to add is the human, human yeah. aspect that is there born with us when, when we are, right? Yeah. So that is kind of irreplaceable. I'm just going to say Hard that. to replace. Yeah, exactly. Yes, a... I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. Wow. Um, is there anything that you wish I had asked you today? I know yeah. that you're super, super busy and you've been super, super kind to share all of these amazing yeah. pieces of knowledge and experience. Yeah, man. I think the, the final remark, especially for the listeners that are like I've, we've talked about the ones that are interested in starting a business. On one hand, maybe you hear my story and say, oh, it's possible. Or maybe you hear the story and you hear, oh, it's difficult. But at the end of the day, the differentiator between success and not are the people that go all in. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's my story in one sentence is I was so, like I said, obsessed with the problem, but so passionate about this idea that I quite literally stopped everything else I was doing. And it's been that way for almost seven years now. <laughs> and you nice. have to go all in. So I think that's mm -hmm. my, but it's, it's 100% possible, mm -hmm. but it takes, it takes all of your commitment. It's a, it's a big undertaking. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But if the heart is there, so then that yeah. will guide the possibilities, exactly. the connections, whatever, all of these things. I always trust in that. So. <laughs> yeah, me too, me yes too. thank yeah. you so much queen if anybody wants to reach out or yeah, find please. more about emails where they can do it if you can yeah. let us know about that please yeah i'm i personally am most active on linkedin so you can look me up quinn Tabor. i think i'm the only person with that name on linkedin um but if you want you can follow our blog at our website you can type in immerse and i think we're still the top of the list on google um Yeah, I think those are the best ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, feel super excited with all of this uh, knowledge and inspiration that you've shared with us. We really are looking forward to what is happening with uh, Immerse soon. So we're going to be following yeah. up on, and this is a, an invitation, with the new updates because more thank amazing you. stuff yeah. is coming to Immerse yeah. and for people from all the world to actually get advantage. So mm. please jump and start the journey now. Thank you so much, Queen. Thanks, Diana. Thanks, everyone. Really, really wish you the best in the journey and please keep us updated. Thank you. Thank you.